Yo, welcome to the Just North Pod. Today we are just north of our first podcast. It's your girl Rez, got my man Flacco, and my man B. First, we're gonna get into some introductions. It's our first pod. Like we want y'all to get to know us. I'll go first. Uh, my name is Rez. I'm from North Philly originally, born and raised. I went to school down being Lehigh. Went to high school outside the city, all girls. That's probably why I'm gay. Uh, what else? <laughs> after after high school, I went up to Boston, went to school up there, and now I'm out here in Brooklyn because it's close enough to Philly, but far enough that I don't got to be there for a weekend. That's a good move. That's a good move. I like right. I like to right. think it behind it. I like to think it behind it. Uh, I guess I'll go next. Flacco. I also grew up in North, you know, around North Philly, near HP Hunter Park. I uh, went to school down in a uh, little gentrified Northern Liberties, how it stands okay. now. Went to a little private school. All boys did not end up gay, but did enjoy my time <laughs> there. Great time, great time. Uh, skipped around to college for a year. Who knows what really happened in that year? Ended up at Temple. Did four and a half. Graduated. All right. Like eons ago, but definitely did it. Uh, and, and we're here, you know, trying to make vibes. Yeah, go ahead, B. Man, that's crazy, man. Y'all, y'all over here up doing me. I, I feel like when I do my introduction, bro, like it's going to sound so whack because I'm like, <laughs> <"Yeah."> <laughs> like, bro, my name's Brian, but you know, everybody call me B. I go by Bri, like my Aunt Rosie calls me, you know? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Y'all can call me whatever, but uh, yeah, I'm from North Philly too. I uh, grew up in Westmoreland. Um, a lot of y'all may know that as like hood, hood, but like when I was there, it was all right. It was pretty decent. But, you know, the trenches, the gutters, you know. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, at, at 14, my mom had decided that, you know, North Philly was getting a little too wild, especially in Westmoreland and how it is now. Um, we decided to move to Jacksonville and I've been here since. Um, I'm 27 now. I have a daughter, you know, uh, I came to high school here, went to Sandalwood in Jacksonville. Um, didn't go to college. I ended up wrestling uh, all okay. my years in high school, but I just decided to go through the work route, you know, just to bust my butt and, and get to where I'm at. So, um, you know, it's a long journey, but everybody just picks and choose how they, how they want to get to success, you know? Yeah. And let me be clear. College is not is not necessary to be successful. No. I think it's just, it's like a four-year vacation from real life because... That shit low-key a scam, but like, you know. Yeah, no, like high-key. Um, you know, I found, I found that, at least in my career path, like, you really don't need a degree, dog. You just got to be a good writer, like a witty writer. You just got to be funny. Like, a, a degree don't, it really don't mean hey, anything. Hey, that's not easy. <laughs> yeah <laughs> I mean I guess I'm just saying like right in the way I write I didn't necessarily learn it in college right like that's just something that like I just developed over time and I really think you know North Philly has something to do with that but that should build character that's why that's that's right, right, right. right. The trenches, yo. dog there's a it's funny because I rep North Philly everywhere I go right like one of my friends who's from Connecticut, like middle of nowhere, Connecticut, sent me this TikTok a couple weeks ago. And this girl on the beach, I think she was down Jersey Shore or somewhere. She was just like, you know what? Like, I realized I could have been born anywhere else. I could have lived anywhere else. And God was like, nah, I'm putting you in the trenches in North Philly. And I felt that. 
I, I really felt it. But nah, like I'm excited to be here. I really think this shit gonna pop off. Like the whole point of this pod is for it to be talking shit, talking about Philly sports, which we all, you know, it runs through us like a fucking religion. Like I'm ready. I'm ready to go talk about pop culture, talk about being Hispanic in this world, queer being in this world, and also Hispanic, all that good shit. But today we're gonna talk about a couple things. Um, I think we can start first, and y'all let me know. Um, the birds and Jalen Hurts, the birds and Carson Wentz, the I birds mean, as they stand. But like, oh my where, gosh, my heart. Where do we start? I mean, this off season alone, what a what a up and down. You know, it was like full of heartbreak and then joy. And yeah. now we're kind of in this weird period. Whether I I don't know whether whether to be excited. Or just like give up hope for this season. I don't know where I stand really anymore. But but let it be clear though, Jalen is my quarterback. The return of black excellence to the city of Philadelphia. Okay. <laughs> nah, man. I don't know. Like, I'm not gonna lie. Last year, last year was really tough to watch. Like it's Man, like, I just really, I really wanted them to be good. And you know what? I feel like I've spent my whole life knowing that the Eagles ain't shit, right? I've known it my whole life. And then 2017 happened. And I was like, so this is what it's like to be good. This is that what That shit it's made like. us soft, though. That shit made us soft, though. Dog, it really did, man. It Every really time did. I look, I'm like, yeah, but we still got a chip. So it's <laughs> like, all right, it's cool. We could be kind of ass this year because we still got a chip, though. You know, I right. was still at that parade, though. Right. Yeah, man. I. It, it's tough, right? Like, Carson was doing mad good. Like, whatever, he got injured. That's not his fault. Nick comes in, sweeps us all off our feet. I will be the first to say that when Carson went down, I thought it was over for us. I really did. And not that I don't like Nick. I just, I know him. I know him, so I didn't think. I didn't think, you know. You know, I ain't expect a surprise. I just didn't. Yeah, man. B, are you pro Nick Foles? Are you were you pro Nick Foles? Pro Wentz? So my my thing with the whole Nick Foles Wentz situation, I was kind of pro both. Like I I like the little scheme we had going on where Nick was a, a backup, but like. You know, he he was that playoff, like, superhero, you know? Like, with, with Carson, when he had the almost MVP season, you know, he, he was like Peyton Manning during, like, regular season. Like, bro was just killing numbers. He was making, nice. like, crazy plays. He was on highlights, like, every week, you know? And then once playoffs come, like, you know, we're maybe two weeks removed from playoffs, and we're just like, all right, yo, Carson looks good. He looks good. Like, then he goes down. You know, he goes down in that game against the Rams with the, you know, obviously blew his knee out or whatever. Nick Foles comes up, and I'm like, all right, we've seen this from Foles before when Mike Vick went down, and he had to play in the playoffs, and he, he got us deep in the playoffs. We were like, what? And I think it was like the semifinals. And, you know, Foles being at that time like a young quarterback, nobody really knew about him. Now he's developed that tenure with, with the Eagles, and we're just like, all right, bro, like the superhero's back. Like the GOAT is back. Let's see what he can do. And just goes for that run, man. And obviously, it ended up how it ended up. We got the chip. My thing was, after that season was over, like, you know, there's only one way from the top to go. Down. So now we have to figure out who's going to be our number one quarterback. Like, 
Nick Foles is MVP in the Super Bowl. And then now we got Carson Wentz coming back, which is basically almost our regular season MVP. It's a good problem to have, but a bad one. So, I mean, I was kind of like in the middle, but I I think I was more Wentz until he became a drama queen. Let me just say, let me just fucking say, like the biggest or my biggest pet peeve, like coming out of that season, because at this time I lived well, part of that season, I lived in Atlanta and I, after I think it was like the Minnesota game where Nick Foles just completely went the fuck off. Mm-hmm. It was halftime. And I was like, nah, I'm buying my ticket to go home. I'm going to see my boys at home. I'm not watching this Super Bowl without my family. Fuck that. I was right. It was a good decision. I flew home, watched the Super Bowl. Shortly after that, I moved back up to Boston. It's the off season, right? It's, it's preseason, you know, it's training camp, whatever. I lived with two of the biggest Patriots fans I have ever fucking met <laughs> in my whole life, dog. Right, right. Dog, like, my thing is, they love, they love to be in my ear talking about some, Carson Wentz has never played a playoff game, and you're going to start him over Nick Foles, and it's like, I love Nick, and I appreciate what he did for us, but let's be real. Nick is inconsistent as hell. Like, right. He he's not a starting quarterback and I appreciate everything he did for us. But if you think about it, if Nick Foles played that whole season, we wouldn't have been in the Super Bowl. We wouldn't even have been probably in the playoffs. And this is no diss to Nick Foles because that is my man. He is he is God in my eyes. He can do no wrong. Like it's just one of those things where it's just like we have to be honest with ourselves. I do think like for Carson, that's tough, right? Like you, you take your team to the playoffs and then you can't even win the ring with them. You don't even get the play. Absolutely. You don't even get the play. So like, whatever. I, I think, I don't think Carson was mentally soft after that. What I think made him mentally soft was when we got rid of Nick, kept Carson starting, right? Our season goes the way it goes. And then on draft night, we fucking draft Jalen Hurts, knowing that we don't have anything but lawn chairs for wide receivers. Like that, man, that's crazy. That's crazy. And I think it's yeah. I don't know. If I if I were Carson Wentz and that's I had the shit with Nick Foles, and then they go and draft a rookie instead of giving me more help out, you know, out deep, like I would be Is soft it, too. <laughs> I mean, hey, I mean. I don't know how you expect someone not to get their feelings hurt. I mean, I feel especially with the the Philadelphia fan base, the Philly fan base, when they get behind somebody, it could be like Ronald Torres on the Phillies. Dude's a bum <laughs> every other year. This year he gets a spot, you know, hitting, you know, two something, and we support the hell out of him. Wentz kind of just hit a bad time. I mean, yep. the city was going to support Foles to no end yep. for winning. Like, people – died without seeing uh, an Eagles championship. Foles was going to get glorified. Our first one ever, ever. Foles was going to get glorified from jump after winning that. Like, it was, we all knew it. We're all going to get Foles tattoos across, like, our asses. Like, it was going to be something legit. And I just don't think, I just don't think Wentz had enough to, to come back from that. He needed a fresh start. That competition, like, when you're giving the keys to a franchise, you don't think no one else is going to check you and then the whole city chanting foes. I'm back there. Big Yo, that is that is. I, I do think that they were really premature and giving him that that contract before even playing in a in a 
playoff game. I'm not saying he didn't deserve it, but make him work for that shit. Shout you got to stay agent. healthy. Shout yeah. out to his agent. Shout out to his agent. I mean, good for him. Like, if I was Carson Wentz, I would be looking for that bag too. Fuck a playoff game. But I don't he know. Gotta I go, think... He got to afford that hunting and all that, that you know. Right. That right. Montana shit he be that doing. Went, that Wentz Brothers Outdoors shit. You know <laughs> you <what> <laughs> nah, but that that shit really made me sick like the whole like all the rumors like him wanting to leave and this and that it it was so bad i had to stop following like i I was i was a carson one supporter from jump like i really liked him and it is really a shame that it went south but that's fine that that's gone it happened whatever and now we're in a new era the era of black excellence with jalen hurts so i I just need somebody in the front (laughs) office to say it I'm cool with like the actions yep. speak louder than words shit. I'm cool. Like he got all the first team reps. But I need our dude, Coach Sirianni. Yeah. Just out to the media. Hey, that's our dude. That's QB. I feel one. like he I feel like he wanna say it. I feel like how we in the back. I feel like he doing some fuck shit back there. Yo, I'm sick of him. I'm sick of him. Right, but, right. Yo. But but Brian, yo, um, talk to us. How how's Jalen been doing in training camp? Like, how did he even do when they when they benched Wentz? Like, I feel like he did all right, but obviously numbers speak better than me saying he was doing all right. So <laughs> right. So here, here's my thing. So with the year that we drafted Jalen, obviously, you know, in OTAs, you, you're gonna have your QB battles, right? Um Carson's going to take that. Obviously, he's the vet. He's the the more seasoned, you know, quarterback. But even with Jalen having his first year, like, I remember reports coming out saying that, like, Jalen, you know, he was he was competing. Like, they, they liked everything that they saw from Jalen. But the thing is, you can have all the talent in the world, but not have the locker room backing you. At that time, you know, everybody was for Carson. And so, you know, it, it couldn't be helped. He's a rookie. He's a new guy coming on the team. Now the roles are reversed. You know, Carson's with the Colts. He, he, I think like what what you guys were saying before with, you know, him getting the bag and like us not knowing what to do with Carson. I think Carson already had a foot out the door because he was having that. that, Yeah. Yeah. yeah, He was having that fallout with, with um, our old coach. I already forgot homeboy's name. Peterson. Hey, that's it. <laughs> nah, I mean, like he gone, he gone. Like he he had the he had that fallout with Dougie, and so I mean, I just feel like he already had a foot out the door. So once yeah. we got Jalen in, and you know he he started and whatnot, um, Jalen's been doing his thing. It's just you know I could read numbers like right now, Jalen in the twenty twenty season going into twenty twenty one. Just off of let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight games. He had a thousand sixty-one passing yards, six touchdowns, four interceptions. He had a monster game with the Cardinals, where him and Kyler Murray were just going back yeah. and forth. Three thirty-eight, yeah, three thirty-eight for yards. He was just Sheesh. slinging it in the air. Right, right. Sheesh. So the thing about it is that Jalen definitely has the talent. Jalen is definitely the number one quarterback. What nobody wants to address is the thing that happens with black quarterbacks. Black quarterbacks always come in with a chip on their shoulder and like people don't want to give them the credit that they deserve. They always try to fit them in a box where they don't belong. Lamar Jackson is, is isn't, you know, he's a prime example. He's an excellent, excellent quarterback and nobody's going to take that away from him. But for a long time, the narrative was, oh, he's a running back. Oh, he's a wide receiver. Same with Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes being the, the gunslinger that he is. 
I don't know why he's in the NFL. He should be playing baseball. Like, you know, he, his first sport was baseball. Every single black quarterback has something where they don't want to appreciate the talent that they have as a quarterback. So Jalen's thing is like, not only is he trying to fight for the position, he has to fight for the respect and, and earn that because a lot of white quarterbacks don't have to do that. Dog. They really don't. There's no story. Laundry list of them. The fucking, the disrespect, the disrespect. I can't remember if it was ESPN or, or Bleacher Report gridiron. Yo, r- ranking <laughs> all of the quarterbacks. Yo, Jalen, Jalen is ranked 31, but you know what? That's fine. They might not learn today, but they're going to learn week one. They're going to learn week one. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Crazy. And, and to that point, I think to that point, I think that's why Jalen will succeed in this in this city, in this environment. Because, again, last time we had a real QB1, QB1 was Donovan. He was thick yep. and thin. We played the hell out of him a lot of times during his time here. Suck it through <laughs> to the end, you know, whether whether he wanted to or not. But I think Jalen, I mean, even when he was in Alabama, Tua came in, he transferred, started at, at right. Oklahoma the next year. Still won. I think yep. he just has it for the city, whether, you know, we have the idiots on Eagles Twitter talking about, you know, Minshew clown behavior, like having yeah. even a chance at QB one, you know, but I think this is perfect for Jalen. This don't trust me fully. I'll take some of y'all with me, you know, fuck everybody else. I think that's yeah. perfect for this city, man. It's, it's really tough because I, I think, and that's it. I can't speak for the front office, but it doesn't seem like they believe in Jalen the way we believe in Jalen. Like they won't commit to him to QB one unless something happened while we were recording this podcast and it came out that he's QB one. But I mean, QB factory, that's why we just yeah, love all QBs. Dog, I'm, t- I'm tired of this shit, yo. <laughs> Next time how we say that I'm going to his house. No, I'm for not. Real. It's a joke. It's a joke. I'm not. I'm not going. But <laughs> nah, like, no, that ass, though. I mean, it'll be interesting to see, right, how the season plays out. Um 17 games now, now 16. Um, I guess oh, throw my sense. numbers off. Yeah. Games, so wait, you can make the playoffs at eight and nine? Well, fuck if I know. Fuck if I, I mean, know. I mean, I'm not, hey, hey, I'm you not. Can, hey, you can, you can. They'll put you in the wild card. And if you want, obviously, you win wild card, you in. I, man. The, you know what? Do we want to, do we want mediocre teams to be, playoff eligible though i mean this this all the cowboys need they go eight and eight they they're gonna be ready and willing to go eight and nine <laughs> like, i know okay hand and foot over to get there nah it's it's interesting though like 17 games you obviously want to have depth at the qb spot um joe flacco probably gonna be qb2 with gardner Minshew at qb3 which is interesting i mean, I mean are they I'm, planning for like a covid like for COVID? Yeah, I think it's it's the, the longevity of the season, potential COVID, uh, COVID injuries, all that shit. Um, I think they released Nick Mullins. So, I mean, I guess I would rather have Gardner um, Minshew, right? I, rest, I, I, w- I guess I would rather have Gardner Minshew as that third spot and have the yeah. potential playing. He's shown something, right? Like he went, I think, six and six with, with Jacksonville, which is what, like going six and oh, I don't know. You tell me, Brian, how y'all like down there? So there's this thing that there's a saying that goes down here in, in Jack's. Like I think all last year, you know, when Gardner Minshew was basically the starter, they called it Minshew Mania because he was almost like the the Jeremy Lin of the NFL. Like he just <laughs> he just came out of nowhere, just started balling out, you know. And for real, and so people were just like, 
he had like everything. He had the swagger, like you know, he he had the arm strength. He, like, he did he a have the swagger? Did he? Oh, well, hey, I mean, how are we? How are we defining? How are we defining? Okay, as someone, as okay, I, I have to defend a feather, a fellow brethren of the stash committee. I gotta, right. I gotta protect them. Yeah, I mean, I guess I thought I had a little something, something going mm-hmm. in there, but I guess not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nah. nah, all right, all right, all right, fine. Let's say he had the swagger, you know. We will say actually. We okay, will. we will say he had the swagger. He bringing that swagger to Philly. That's cool. You know, I don't hate Joe Flacco. I did watch that last game of the preseason against the Jets, which of, of course ended in a tie. How fitting! Um, one thing the game that was uh, crazy. Yeah, it was crazy. One thing yeah. that Elliot Shore Parks uh, over at WIP been saying is that the Eagles went three and zero in joint practices, which is a terrible look considering we didn't win any uh, preseason games. But he 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 out here saying Jalen looked better than a lot of these other teams. He's been picking apart the defense, including those Patriots, those bum ass Patriots. Um, but I mean, it, it's fuck all Bill good. Belichick. It's all good. Yeah, fuck him too. I, I feel like. I do feel like this is the youngest the team has been in a really long time. So I feel like, I don't know. I, I think we got like some sleeper, some sleeper players. You know, you got Quez Watkins. Uh, apparently I love Quez, man. fast as shit. And then we got Jalen Rager beside him fast as shit. And, and who we got now? The fucking Slim Reaper. Like, Fonte I think, Smith. yeah, I think, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm pleasantly optimistic about this season i'm not saying we're going undefeated i don't think that but i also hear our defense been looking real good so i'm well, we not got gonna some linebackers them. too we yeah, got some linebackers that could play yeah and are we got a good corner situation right now too which we haven't in a long time so i'll be i'll say now i'll be content with the wild card spot and that's being hopeful i'll be content yeah. with a wild card spot i just want Jalen to succeed i really do that's all we can hope for yeah yeah but enough about drama number one we can move on to drama number two the curious case of benjamin simmons holy shit man like i mean who wants to take this first i mean ben simmons man he's bro, been a hot just, topic since he's like been here per- yeah i feel like we live in a perpetual cycle of fucking pain pain right. Oh my God! Like, I... he's, he's the one part of the process that I'm like, yo, what, what the fuck are we doing here? Like, what are we doing here? Like, we're yeah. we're in the we're in the NBA. This ain't like Sunday league basketball where I could play and not have a jump shot because I don't. Right, dog. Not even a jump shot. Like, and that's wow. Like, I feel like let, let me back up. Let me back up. Right, like the Sixers were a fucking unbelievable force last season. First mm-hmm. place in the East? When was the last time the Sixers were first place in the East? I have never felt such fucking pride to say that we swept the Celtics, to say that we were number one above Brooklyn with fucking Kyrie, KD, and James Harden, a bunch of whack-ass yep. dudes who had to team up just to beat the Sixers. All that to lose to the Sixers. That was my fucking tagline all season. I was like, yeah, that's cool. That's cool. All that to lose to the Sixers. But... I don't know, man. They were doing so good. And honestly, like, I've been a big supporter of Ben, like, jump shot or no jump shot. I also feel like he's mad young. Like, that's something that he'll develop over time. Where I have to draw the line, though, where I have to draw the line 
is when you're six foot fucking ten, you're under the fucking hoop. There is nobody in front of you but maybe Trey Young, who is a preschooler to you. Trey Young, and you pass the ball when you could put that shit up, layup or dunk. Yeah, nah, on man. him. I just. I mean, here, here's my thing, right? Especially with Ben. Well, how, how many years he's been on the team? I feel like it's been like 25 years he's been on the team. These <laughs> I feel couple, like I've aged 25 years. years since he's been on you the know, team. You know, it's been rough. So let's say whatever, five years maybe, right? Can't be that far off, right? Four or five with Benny on the yeah, team. something like that. I something like, regardless, regardless. Like four, I think. He, he in the league. The fact that you can't even have the threat of a jump shot. This isn't the NBA of before where, like, the threat, you could just take it to the cup every play. Because defending is like whatever, you gotta develop. You you got a max contract. You're supposed to deliver, but you don't develop. I mean, what pisses me off more than the jump shot is the free throw numbers. Yeah. Like I'm like I could walk on a court and probably make a better percentage than him. It's like I'll say well, this. Crazy. Go ahead. I'll say this as as the kind of my my main point on Ben. Westbrook fills up the stat book crazy. And you'll know it'll be even if the team loses, you know, Russ gave 150 percent effort that game. Ben can give you a stat stuffing game, you know, a triple double. But, you know, we half assed it. Whether we win or lose, you know, it was a half assed attempt and he still got a triple double. That's what pisses me off. Yo, you you work on a jump shot like you throw on goddamn Instagram. In the summer months. I was going to say, like, I mean, that's the thing. All right. Regular season, he was actually shooting, like, some of the best free throw free throw percentages he's had in his, at least, NBA career. What what pisses me off even more is these last three preseasons, right? The offseason, he's over here putting up shots, pulling up from deep, like, posting up, doing a little step back, a little, you know, a little something. something. He's showing me something, right? And me... Like the dumbass that I am up in New England, I'm over here like, oh, you, did y'all see this Ben Simmons video? Look at it, look at it. I was like, oh, Celtics who? Celtics who? Ben who? Ben who? Because he keep putting up these videos and he's doing it again. And one of the rumors is that you know he's really looking out for the those Warriors and he putting up them shots in those videos like he really trying to be a Splash Brother. And I'm just like, but what about me? What about me? Uh... Yeah, I think with, with Ben, Ben's thing is just, um, you know, I think we're the fan base and like the organization, we kind of give him too many excuses, you know, like at first it was just like, you know, he he's not used to being a point guard. So he has to kind of fit the role because he's 6'10". You know what I'm saying? Like he's a big point guard. So now we're we're giving him time to develop that. Then the excuse comes, oh, he's left handed. And then it just comes up to where he's just like, oh, he doesn't have the confidence to get a shot. Now, at this point, whose fault is that? Whose fault is that? That's not that's not our fault. That's not the Sixers' fault. That's not any of the coaches' fault. You know, he he has all those traits to to be a good good guard and a good player overall, bro. Like he he's so talented. But if the if the problem is your mental game, if the problem is that you're not confident in taking that shot, like then that's not our issue. You got to work on that, brother. 
You got to work on that. And you can't get mad when the team is faulting you for not taking a shot or dunking on Trey Young, who's so small, bro. Like, you have the ball. And these, one, and these <laughs> moments, bro, we need you. My, my, one, my one thing that I will, I will have to disagree with you on is that Doc Rivers and Joel Embiid should not have said that on the air. It's cool if they want to be mad at Ben, but like to the media, like they they threw him under I mean, the bus, put that shit in drive, and then reverse, and then put it in drive again. Like that's rough. Like that's supposed to be a team. Not yeah, nine times out of ten, I'm with you. I'm with you. But can we imagine how many personal one to ones or just like comments in practice or like, Bro. let me take you aside. Hey, we run in the yeah. scrimmage. Hey, I want you to work on that jump shot, and then Ben just playing around doing them behind the back passes and all that extra shit. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I got to agree with him, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, why would I do that when I could? You know? at, at the point, like, if if coming to him as a player or a coach or as a someone who got some skill and he not going to take that advice, I mean, I guess you pushing him to just, hey, we're going to expose you to the media. Like, maybe some embarrassment might work. It just, I mean, like, I know it's like, not right, but... <laughs> well, it's just like when Brett Brown was just like, please, Ben... Just, just shoot the ball, man! Please. Why? I don't get it. He's like, he's, he's a mystery. We'll never he really is. know. It's we'll just like Marco really Fultz and his and his issues with his shooting. I don't even want to get into that, but it's similar. Who's the problem? Who's the common? Who, who's the common denominator here? I don't, I don't know. But here's the thing: like worst case scenario, right now it's looking like Ben's going to be on the roster at the start of the season. Um, I hear Minnesota is still interested in him. Um, but they can't give us any win now players. So I think they're looking for a third team, but let's, let's be real. Like I'm not trying to trade Ben Simmons unless we get in Damian Lillard. I would even settle for Bradley Beal. I think, I think Bradley Beal, just because he's such a dynamic point guard, like he, he would bring what we don't have. Like he has the shooting and he also drives like, so I think, that's something better, I guess, than we haven't been. I mean, obviously, Ben is a superior defender. He was robbed for the defensive player of the the year. He fucking scored his career high against Rudy Gobert, who somehow won Um, the award. And Ben's not an offensive player, right? Like, hello? (laughs) But I don't know. I don't know. What, who, who would y'all, who would y'all prefer in a trade package for Ben Simmons if we can't get Dame? That's a tough mm-hmm. one because I'm ready to take our losses. I'm ready to take the loss because, I mean, we've already seen how far Ben can take us as a point guard. We can't even last two minutes of a game. We can't trust him with the ball in his hand. Yep. He's not saving us for any game winners. He's not one that's coming down in the last 30 seconds. I'll take any point guard, shooting guard that will be ball dominant. And when a shot is needed to be taken at the end of the shot clock, We'll pull up and take the shot. Yep. Can't have people scared to shoot. That Everybody knows that still frame of Ben. Everybody knows it. We all talk about it. Hey, you can't do that. You just can't. You're scared to score. Yeah. Nah, it's, just, it, it's, it's the thing with Ben is just, you know, like I mentioned earlier, we can't, we can't trust him. And it's not our fault that he doesn't have the confidence in the shot. So what my ideal thing is, is – I know Doc is trying to get all the pressure off of Embiid because let's be honest, bro. I don't care what anybody says. Embiid is the best center in the league. Regardless, I don't, I don't care if the MVP of Jokic is, is 
is the best center. So that was bullshit. That was bullshit. Yeah, thank you. So I think right now we need to surround Embiid with some shooters. So one of the scenarios they was talking about was trading Ben to the Kings and we get Marvin Bagley and Buddy Heald. Bro, Buddy Heald can shoot. Imagine having Buddy Heald and uh, Seth Curry on the perimeter taking shots and you got Embiid who could drive if he wants to or he could shoot on the perimeter too because Embiid's a unicorn like that. Like... Bro, I want to know. So I want to know how how Joel Embiid love him to death, slow as shit, big as shit, lanky as shit, over here popping pump fakes and still driving to the hoop. And maybe he'll pump fake and then he'll put it up. But why is it that he got he got these tricks in his bag, big as shit, over seven feet tall? And Ben Simmons, who is almost seven feet tall, fast as shit. Can't do the same. I'm really not he trying got to compare. The sauce. He yeah. don't got the sauce. He don't. Right. He, he, he don't got that swag that Gardner Minshew got. You know what I'm saying? He you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> he don't got it. It's hard. It's hard to acquire. You can't. You can't, you know? I mean, I guess we'll just have to see how the season goes. There's been a lot of rumors this offseason. I loved Ben. I mean, I love Ben. And I loved him like I love Carson oh, Wentz. No, like, you put that, you put that ED real quick at the end of that. You need to think I, about I know. You said, love I, I was duh. like, I loved. I do I love. <laughs> That's the thing. It's tough because the the media is is brainwashing me, man. I'm just hearing all these rumors. Like Ben hasn't spoken to anybody from the six. I'm just like, he hasn't. He not coming he, back. Even if it was false, you could definitely see it being true. Yeah, the thing is, is like. As as pissed as I am, I want him to want to come back and prove us wrong. But I also would be down to trade him because that shit was not cool. But like, I want him to want to come back. I don't want him to want to leave. He don't deserve to want to leave. That's a fault of people from this city. We we're we're a glutton for pain, no matter yep. what. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I know you said all this shit, but come on, come back. I know what you could do for us. I know, I know. Until we end up with our draws in our hands. Saying, why'd you leave us? Dead ass, all Ben has to do to win me back is post that emoji with that smoke coming out the nostrils. That's of course, I'm going to be right back on my bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> right back. We all going to be on that train. Like, yeah, let's go. Let's go, Ben. We feel, I, know, I know you heard me talking shit, but hey, bro, let's do this. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Dog, like, whatever. I can't, I can't talk about this, man, no more. Like, I spent... I, I did some last minute shit, got tickets to one of the Atlanta games over, I think in May, June, whatever, whenever the fuck that was, I drove three hours, three hours in traffic after work from New York, just to go to this game and drove right back home after. And when I tell you, I was drinking the Kool-Aid after that game. It was after we lost game one in Philly. I went to game two. They came back dominant. And I was just like, yo, fuck Trey Young, yo, they ain't shit. Yep. Ben Simmons was yamming, jamming, doing his, his, you know, his face, his same face with the, yo, I was just like, yo, I'm in this. Sixers and six. <laughs> like, that's it. <laughs> yo, I'm just saying uh, <laughs> that losing to Trey Young definitely hurt. I That one hurt. Like, yo, I'm not losing a baby hair Trey. I can't. It just it hurt. Man, I'm just grateful he didn't shimmy on us. That's it. I'd have called it. Yo, I, the the rage that would have been flooding my body. <laughs> like, nah, but 
it's all good. We'll see how the season goes. I mean, I, I don't even know what my preference is. I don't know if I want him on the team or off the team. I just know I want something better than what we got last year. Um, but yeah, absolutely. Right, right, yeah. right. So Kanye dropped Donda today. Crazy. Crazy. Oh my god! I got oh I got god. a stat off of Twitter of this, which I thought, you know, as my I hate Kanye, I hate I hate new Kanye. I'm gonna say it, like the the not not the music per se, but more like whatever he's doing. Um, Who does the person, Who the, the, yeah. the marketing and all that shit. Yeah. Apparently, he sold seven million dollars worth of t shirt sales before releasing Donda. That is ridiculous. Seven million in t-shirt sales without yep. any music out for it. I want to know how much music he or how much music, how much money he made after having those those three listening parties selling hot dogs for like fucking 40 bills. Wait, so explain right. to me how these listening parties went, because I'm still confused on what the hell people were paying to go to stadiums for. Like what was so, each one for? Well, so I know tickets were as cheap as 20 bucks, right? And that's how you get people in the door. Because they're like, oh, 20 bucks to go to Mercedes-Benz in Atlanta? Yeah, fuck it. I'll go there just to see Kanye. That's a concert, right? He's going to be there. He's going to be out there. But then you get inside and he's playing the album, right? First of all, he was late as shit to the first one. I don't know about second and third. I tuned out because I was just like, you can't have more than one listening party. There's only one time to listen to the album for the first time. But I guess he had the listening party, 20 bucks a pop to get in charging an arm and a leg for regular stadium right. food the the nathan's hot dogs over here selling for 40 bills chicken fries yeah 35 dollar potato chips right something like that like yeah just, it was, just gourmet crazy. nah, nah they were just, just like just, regular regular chips bro just just the fuck these shit. some citizens bank park potato chips going for like 30 dollars or something like the right oh, over while meanwhile in Philly we over here selling one dollar hot dogs at the at the baseball game. <laughs> respect, the, respect the glizzy doesn't need to be uh, stole for forty dollars respect it oh man that's crazy yeah but I guess he had one listening party and then he wanted to change some shit up had another listening party change some shit up I don't know what happened to the third one but all I know is that we got the album and, and my man B got the T right on the Drake and right. and yay shit man yo it's been it's been turning up because i was i like as soon as the album dropped like i'm like oh shit what drake say <laughs> you know <laughs> like I, i'm so i'm so petty and like into the team whenever it comes to like hip-hop because like bro i'm such a rap head as much as i i hate kanye the person i'm not gonna knock the marketing marketing is genius it's absolutely genius he did these three listening parties right and then dropped the dropped the album he initially said he was supposed to drop it september 3rd right so when he said he was going to drop it September 3rd or like it was anticipated it was going to drop September 3rd on ESPN, Drake had did like a little snippet of like CLB, like during a commercial. And it was just like, you know, one of those like quick cuts of frames. It and was a subliminal. Was, it was a subliminal. Yeah. So this dude was holding a poster board and it said CLB September 3rd. It was just like, <laughs> bro, like, why are you bullying this man? Like. You know, it, it's it's even to the point where as soon as Kanye dropped the album, people went to his house that, you know, him and his mom used to live in, like their childhood home, and they're dropping poster boards saying CLB September 3rd. Like, it's saying, like, fuck Kanye or, like, like 44, 45 burnt out. Like, bro, the wildest shit. And I love it. I'm here for it. Like, I'm just like, give me all of it. Uh, 
dog. Any of y'all listen to it? I'm like halfway through it. I'm halfway through it. We got bangers. Um, We got bangers. We got bangers. Yo, Jay-Z's on the second track. Uh, Sorry, spoiler alert. Jay-Z is on the second track. And when I tell you. I got some more tea for that, too. Yo, I I heard his voice. I was walking the dog and I was like, ooh, is that Jay? I'm in his hometown of Brooklyn right now. And that's his voice in my ears on a fucking Kanye track. Watch the throne part two. Yeah, the tea for that, too, on, on that song. So on the third listening party, he replayed the song, but he took Jay's verse out and he put the baby's verse in because the baby oh, was nah. supposed to be on the song. But listen, 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 listen. There's a, I'm getting to it. I know that sucks. Sucks. Right. So the baby's on the song. Right. And obviously the album drops. The baby's not on the song anymore. So I'm looking and like Shade Room had dropped this thing like, you know, uh, the baby's not on the song. Like Kanye right. took them out, blah, blah, blah. Kanye tweeted out a text between him and the baby's manager that they didn't send the vocals for the baby. And the baby didn't even know that. He didn't even know that the vocals weren't sent yet and that they were delaying the album. The album was supposed to come out sooner. But basically, like, the, the baby's management, like, is, is just basically holding it up. Hey, yo, B, A, B. Late what breaking up? news. The Shade Room posted 10 minutes ago. Universal put my album out without my approval and they blocked Jail 2 from being on the album from Kanye, the man himself. So it looks like Universal said, fuck September 3rd. We not competing with Drake and we're going to put that smart. shit out. And now I can't unhear it. That's smart. That's smart. smart. I'm going to be honest yeah. with you. I heard the whole album. And if CLB would have dropped the same time, like, don't get me wrong. The album's nice. It's nice. Uh, there's, there's a lot of bangers on there. But if CLB would have dropped, he would have dragged Kanye through the mud. He would have dragged Kanye. And it, it's not even like it wouldn't mean be a fair fight. Drake don't miss. Drake don't miss. He's the king of hits. He's the king of hits. Better be fire. That boy Aubrey is a problem, man. He is a problem. And I think y'all let my man man graduate from the grass scene. Y'all knew it was a problem. (laughs) Yo, Yo, let me tell you a little funny story about that, right? Yo, you remember when Drake was doing all these like mixtapes and shit? Like he wasn't on no streaming service. I mean, this was before streaming services, but he put out that this song, um, Ransom with Lil Wayne, right? Oh he said, my God, I know where you go. <laughs> yo, 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 this, yo, Brian, no bullshit, right? So I'm just like, damn, yo, this shit go hard. Like to this day, to this day, I know all the words to this song. He was like, it's heartbreak Drake. I hate to see him so sad. I could son you, see a little me and your dad, right? And I'm like, yo, B, like this shit fire. Like it's crazy that it's Jimmy from Degrassi. He was like, no, it's not. And I was like, nah, like it is. It's, it's Jimmy in a wheelchair. He got shot. It's, it's him. His name is Aubrey. He's Drake now. He's here. Yo, why did this man fight tooth and nail? Tooth and nail to be like, dog, no, it's not. It's not Jimmy from Degrassi. It's not. Dead ass. <laughs> right? He was like, oh, wow. Yeah, you're right. That is Jimmy from Degrassi. It is crazy. A come up, though. From Canadian TV. Crazy. I mean, I've rewatched Degrassi within the last year because why not? Because because Pluto Pluto TV, shout out to them. No ad shit though. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, they're not paying for this. I mean, no ad shit, but they got Degrassi all the seasons, like from you know season one onward. Hey, Aubrey was was acting. Aubrey was acting his ass off. Yeah, man, they cover some tough topics on that shit. 
I was real sad when Jimmy when Jimmy got shot. You know what I'm saying? Man, I, that was Jimmy. damn near cried. JT yeah. died. Woo! Oh, shout damn out near cried. Hey, RIP JT. RIP. One time. One time. Man, RIP Jimmy's basketball career too, because that man was crazy. We could have had him on the team. We could have had him on the team for the Ben Simmons. Was it in the show he's supposed to go to UNC, or am I making that shit up? I swear they say you got scholarship to UNC. I think think that's right. Yeah, he's about to be the next MJ. Man, we could have drafted him in the 2016 draft, probably. Crazy. He'd have been in all the, you know, a vibe. Yeah. He's up there. He's up there as like a, one of the top five fictional basketball players, you know, because then there's Will Smith from like Prince of Bel-Air, Will Smith, bro. You already know. You already know he would have been playing for Philly. Fuck out of here. Come on now. You already know. Come on now. You already know. Nah, but yeah, no, that's crazy. I'm looking forward to Certified Lover Boy. Um, yeah, I've been waiting for this shit for a long time. Something is funny. My girl said, said uh, a couple weeks ago. Cause I made her a playlist. She don't really listen to Drake, but I made a playlist like lyrical excellence by Drake. And it's all his like soft stuff. Like you got redemption from views, right? Like you just got all the soft, like hard shit, like furthest thing, like all, all, all the hits. And she was like, you know, Drake is kind of toxic. And I was like, huh. <laughs> I said, huh. Drake no, just I'm know not. what to say. Drake yeah. just know what to say. He he just be saying he just be saying what you thinking, hey, but in in such a way like it's just eloquent. You know, I'm just like, damn, why that sound better? And it sounds cool it? as shit when he say it. When I say, yeah. I'll be like, what the fuck? What the fuck is you doing? When Drake yeah. say, you like, oh, Dr- okay, you got some, you got some gus behind right. it. Right, right. I sound like an asshole when I say, why are you pulling up to my crib when I didn't fucking invite you? And he, and Drake over here like the champagne oh. poppy. <laughs> and some singing folks you put a little melody yeah. on anything somebody gonna be like damn that sound good as shit no matter what yeah unfortunately yeah. i cannot sing so when i say it you know when us normal folks say it don't really work out that way <laughs> nah it's all good nah i think i think cob gonna be good if it's anything if it's bangers anything like, yeah that like whole album gonna be on the radio was, yeah you already know. I can't remember the last time I was into the radio though. No bullshit. Uh, you know, you corny. Just, I'm a top forties bull. I love uh, top forty music. Well, ever since listen, ever since I got a car with Bluetooth, you know, I'm just like the radio. <laughs> damn, low key flex, right? Uh, damn. Well, listen, nah, it's not even a flex though because I was driving an 06 Corolla when I went to Honda looking at cars, and I was like, oh, well, does this car have Bluetooth? And he was just like, oh, honey. All the cars older than 2006 have Bluetooth. And I was just like, okay, all right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, my bad. I think we should wrap up our first show. I feel like we've been talking a lot of shit. You yeah. know, there's going to be a lot of shit popping off this week that we could talk about too for our next show. Um, but nah, it's been real. Y'all already know this shit going to be a hit. Y'all for already sure. know. I'm hype. We I'm don't hyped. miss. We don't miss. Nah, just money with everything. Money with everything. You heard it here first. We don't fucking miss. Actually, not for next episode, though, y'all. We might have a video. It's going to depend on if that Florida connection work out for my man B. Talk to them gators. Send him an email. Send him an email. Hey, I got recording so-and-so. Say your shit out. (laughs) I'm heading outside as we speak, y'all. I'm sorry. (laughs) He said I ain't doing this shit next week. Nope.
Nah, this poor man, we've been coming at him since before we started recording. Now, shout out to V, though. He, he a good sport. He a good sport. I'll take it. I'll take it. All right, y'all. This has been the Just North Pod, and we'll catch y'all next week to talk more shit. <laughs>